0: i was first on video i was extremely awkward and you know like because you just i don't know you just are in the beginning right and the sad thing about video is it is impossible to go from not doing video to looking like a rock star on video like you actually have to go through all the learning and all the painful little there's no way to get better at video other than just doing it
1: have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your business Then welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast, helping home professionals and luxury brands accelerate their success with proven marketing strategies and expert industry practices. Now, here's your host, Darla Powell.
2: Hey there, welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, the Grand High Poobah of all things here at Wingnut Social, Darla Jethro Powell. And today we have a great show for you. Maria Killam is here, finally. My goodness, I've been waiting forever to get Maria on the show. If you're not familiar with Maria Killam of Maria Killam Inc., if you're an interior designer, her color system... Kill Color System has been invaluable for me when I was doing full-time interior design. And I think you're going to see the potential and uh, want to just grab it super quick for your interior design, your e-design business. She's going to walk us through how that works, how it can help your interior design business, plus some other tricks and tips and advice for running your interior design business in a more assertive, confident way. Way plus she has a little bit of advice on there and how she grew her Instagram following hundred thousand followers plus uh, using a new Instagram tool that we've discussed here on the podcast. So make sure you listen through the whole way because you don't want to miss any of that. Now y'all know what time it is. Time for mini news, mini news sesh. Yeah. yeah. Hey there, Emily Lisi. Welcome back to the mini news, and thank you so much for filling in for me while I was out of town. You did amazing.
3: Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So what do you have for us today for mini news?
3: This one's exciting. Instagram has announced that pretty much all feed video uploads are now just going to be straight up considered reels.
2: Okay, so wait a minute. So all video on Instagram is going to be considered reels? How is that going to work?
3: Yeah, pretty much all video on the feed specifically. So they did away with IGTV a few months ago now. So now sounds like they're getting rid of Instagram, what they called recently Instagram video. They're getting rid of that for the most part as well. And when I say for the most part, they said any video that is less than 15 minutes in length is going to be considered reels now. So if it's longer than that, then it's still technically going to just be considered Instagram video. So it's kind of, it's kind of strange, but you can tell they're, they're really doing this just because they're really, really leaning into reels.
2: (laughs) So they're leveraging anything on 15 minutes or under to the reels to put more Mm -hmm. content in there. Gosh, I don't know, scrolling up and seeing a 15 minute reel (laughs) or 14 minute reel.
3: Yeah, well, you know, they're really basing a lot of their decisions, it seems, off of what TikTok's doing. And you see TikTok, they're leveraging more longer form video as well. So it's kind of just a a copycat back and
2: forth game with that. (laughs) Well, if there was any more of a reason to attend this month's webinar... (laughs) <laughs> about reels. I can't think of any yeah. because, you you know, we've seen the metrics from our clients that the reels are what's helping our clients to grow their accounts, their following. So, I mean, maybe it's a good thing, I think. I don't know. What are your thoughts on it?
3: If you've been on Instagram recently, you see a lot of people pushing back on just reels in general and Instagram trying to become more like TikTok. Even, you know, people like Kylie Jenner, she posted about it on her story saying, don't be like TikTok, Instagram. Like, they <laughs> They really want it to just go back to the photo-driven app. But we've just gotten to a point in social media where video is king and there's nothing we can really do about it.
2: And they don't want to lose their market share, to be fair. They see how fast TikTok is growing. But I'm really personally kind of glad that celebrities with that kind of merit are giving a little bit of pushback to Adam Masseri, right? On changing so many things or becoming something. I think I said that months ago on a, on an episode that Instagram... We love Instagram because Instagram was different. Instagram had the beautiful feed, and it still does, and the beautiful photos. You know that was something different than your regular social media. So if they're trying to become everybody else, you know what is the end game there? But probably shareholders <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and making mm-hmm. money, just like just like everything, right? Already cool. Anything else on this, or that's it? Short and sweet.
3: Not to make people feel too discouraged, that you can do things like slideshows with your. Photos with your beautiful design photos, create slideshow videos. You know, you don't have to record, you know, original videos for every single reel that you're posting. And when you do that, it's best if it's full screen length. But if it's just a square image, that works too. Like Instagram is going to optimize around what you post. So don't feel like you need to be recording stuff every single day, putting out original stuff every single day look at what the content you do currently have and work with that and create videos with that content is kind of some encouragement
2: I give people. <laughs> All right. Great advice. Great encouragement, Emily. Thank you again. Thank you for filling in and we will see you next time.
3: Alrighty. Thank you. Many new
2: sash. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So today's guest, Maria Killam. Let's get into it. But first, I have to tell you more about her. Maria Killam is a decorator, stylist, speaker, educator, and true color expert in interior and exterior e-design. She is the creator of the Killam Color System, a proven system for choosing color that anyone can learn. Her work has been featured in Apartment Therapy, HGTV, and House Beautiful, among other publications. Maria's brand is built on the solid foundation of timeless design, which resonates with countless loyal readers all over the world. Learn more at mariakillam.com. All right, let's get into it. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Maria Killam to the show. Hey there, Maria Killam. How the hell are you? It's so nice to finally meet you. I'm so good. It's nice to meet you too. Thanks for having me. Of course, a no brainer. So you're huge in the interior design industry from a design perspective, a user standpoint, and also B2B for interior designers. And we were talking in the green room, I have used your color system, your color boards on projects when I was doing full time design in Miami, and they were invaluable. So thank you so much for that. And we're going to start this conversation with that business, that business model, how you got into it. And then we have some uh, really, really helpful mindset tips and tricks that we were talking about in the green room as well to share with the audience. So make sure you stay tuned to the end for that. So Maria, tell me what is going on with you and uh, the whole color system deal.
0: About 20 years ago, maybe not so long ago, I've been doing this now for 25 years, but probably about 15 years ago, that's when I started my own business. But and then so a few years prior to that, I found myself, you know, working in a paid store and I started painting up my large color samples to help, you know, make the choosing of colors in people's homes a lot faster and a lot more efficient. Because when I first learned how to choose color, you know, I was, my very first business was called One Day Design, you know, and that was before staging was invented. And so, you know, I put an ad in the Yellow Pages and the ad said, we use what you have to create affordable, incredible interiors. And at the bottom, I wrote expert color consultation. Well... You know, I'd only ever done like a color theory course. That was it. And so, you know, I started getting all these calls and this, you know, one woman calls me and she says, I'm trying to pick a color for my living room. And I'm looking at all these beiges, you know, and I see that some have, you know, red undertones and some have green undertones. Can you help me with that? And I said, absolutely. And I had no idea what she was talking about. So I thought, oh, like, I better figure this out. So I found a color course in San Francisco and I flew down and painted colors for five days. And that's when I learned that all colors fall into, you know, the way to describe color the most accurately, right? When your client says to you, like, what's the difference between this color and that color? You know, it's either light or dark, it's cool or warm, it's clean or dirty. And then that then fast forward, you know, I'm working in a, in a, Benjamin Moore paint store. I start painting out my large color samples and it was from using these large color samples over and over again that I discovered that huh like beige always seemed to come back to you know pink beige, green beige, yellow beige. And then my you know the undertones expanded from there as I kept working in the field and then as trends changed, right? I mean when I first started teaching my course to students. You know, I mean, I barely even talked about gray cuz gray wasn't trending yet. So, fast forward, then, you know, gone through the through a gray trend and now we're in the black and white trend, which we are now splitting hairs on whites. I mean, that's really what we do all day and all night in my e-design department where we help clients with their new builds and renovations, kitchens, bathrooms all around North America. We do some projects elsewhere in the world, but mostly North America. So yeah, I have four people that um, work with me on my team. And um, yeah, so basically, it's just, you know, you buy it online, the actual project or, or package that you want, then you send in your information. And really, I mean, what we do is we promise timeless color for our clients for all their packages. And so that's really what we're doing. So. Not only then did I start talking about my system in 2008 when I started to write my blog, but then because at that point I'd would i been in thousands of homes in a four-year period working out of the paint store where I was doing volumes of color consultations, you know, and people were always cranky about the last person's idea of personality that they'd injected into the bathroom or the backsplash tile, the accents. And so then I started saying you know what, like subway tile, that's it. That's it, kids. Like, that's the way you get the most timeless space. I mean, you know, and I mean, I go on rants all the time (laughs) on my social media about this. Yeah, you do. As you know, but... You know, I mean, my advice is for the every person, for the everyman, you know, for the person doing it themselves. They have no idea and without any guidance at all, they end up at the tile store, you know, just flailing around, coming home with pedestrian 12 by 24, blotchy tile, and then wondering why they, you know, they've spent all this money right? And then it just falls flat, right? And so I just live for the world to have a more beautiful space and to not have to rip out their finishes every 10 years when the trends change.
2: I love that about you is that you do give advice to, to keep your spaces timeless. So it's not as trendy or not trendy at all, if you can help it. So you are getting more bang out of the buck. But let's go back to the color boards and the Killam Color system, at least what I'm familiar with. If you're uninitiated in the audience, and you're not really familiar what we're talking about. These are what, what are they 12 by 12, 15 by 15? Yes. Yeah,
0: so this is the system now on my color wheel. And um, they're 12 by 12 by 17.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. If you're listening on the podcast, Maria is holding up a board here. You have to go to our YouTube channel and uh, check out the video. That's right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that's basically the size of them. And they're made from really good quality poster boards. So it makes it easy to move them around. But the idea is, and they they really are, what I'm doing now is holding up my understanding undertones system for specifying color. So these are the nine undertones basically that are the most useful. The ones that you're going to find over and over again, everywhere you go. And so you basically use this tool to identify the undertone in your space. Then you use the bigger samples to compare, to make sure, like, say if you have a carpet and the carpet is kind of, you know, it could be taupe, eh, could be green, gray, but you're not sure. Well, you'd pull out both of those samples and then you would compare, you'd prop them up in the right place, right? They have to be, you know, vertical against the wall. Like that's where it would be when you were, when you'd be painting, right? You'd have, and then you create this. White backdrop. I just turn a couple boards around so that it creates this blank backdrop. So you're not comparing to the color behind the color you're looking at, right? So the secret to choosing the right neutral, and I mean, you know, my system teaches people neutrals. It also teaches people how to choose colors. And I firmly believe that color is timeless. You know, if you like, I have a sunflower yellow sofa that I've had for 13 years. It's in my third makeover. I mean, I'm moving this fall. It'll be in my next living room. Like, there's just no reason to change it because it's my favorite color. It's not as heavily used sofa, given that it's in my living room, right? Where that's not the heavily used room. And so, I mean, I mean, my favorite story that I always talk about in my courses is when the Ritz in Paris did a $400 million renovation a few years ago. You know, they had the turquoise and red suite. Then they had the pink and gray suite. Then they had the, you know, indigo, blue, and white lobby. And I mean, the entire hotel is just color everywhere, you know, and then I asked my students, well, when does the Ritz Hotel need to renovate? Well, you know, not until it's threadbare, right? Because it's the trendy neutral hotels that you know, you can walk into most hotels anywhere in North America and, you you know, you hit a gray hotel and you know, well, this hotel was probably renovated in the last 10 years. If you hit a brown hotel, you're like, well, this hotel desperately needs an update because it's been at least 20 years since it's been done. So, you know, I mean, it's just and it's just so debilitating, truly all gray, all Brown. And now with the black and white trend, you know, people are overusing black in a really, really big and harsh way. And black immediately gets harsh, flat, and predictable if it's overused. And lately, it's been now five years, I would say. I would say five years that the black and white trend has been, you know, going strong. And I have now come to the conclusion that this trend is ruining our neighborhoods because. You drive through a neighborhood and there are these stark white homes or all black homes and they just kind of stick out as being so wrong. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with a, you know, like a I would just do anything but white right now. It's basically my I'm currently writing an update to my exterior master class where I'm going to be saying, "Look, kids, do anything but stark white."
2: You know what, Maria, I really wish you'd open up and tell us how you really feel about this. I know. <laughs> 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 right, so I have a question of, about the Killam Color system. Is it b to c and b to b Are you selling to the, the end consumer who's going to do it themselves in their home? Or is it more for... Oh, yes. A, okay. Okay, cool. Yes, that's awesome. Sure. What a, yeah. what a no, help, it's, super it's helpful tool. It's for designers too. and okay. it's...
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Well, okay. I mean, you know, it's funny because I was just on a team meeting in LA a couple weeks ago and my CTO says, okay, so Maria, did you invent these neutrals, like this whole system of neutrals? I said, yeah. He's like, okay, so really? really? You've invented the 10 commandments of interior design. And why aren't we like shouting that from the rooftops? Why don't people know this, that you invented it? He said, I thought you just took something and made it better. He said, I didn't know you invented it. (laughs) So I'm like, obviously I don't say that enough because up until people discover my system, they still are walking around saying things like, well, um, yeah, I prefer, you know, warm grays over cool grays, (laughs) right? They don't understand that. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. So you like violet grays and green grays over blue grays.
2: Good. That's good to know. It's so funny. My fiance and I were choosing paint colors for the house, and I'm going over the samples that I have. And I said, Well, this has a blue undertone. This is a little red. This is a little. And she's looking at me like my head is screwed on wrong. She's like, What the hell are you talking about? And I, I don't have anywhere the knowledge you do. I'm not saying, but I, from right. getting your boards and, and doing a little bit of learning there, I do understand that it is a thing. Yeah. So, how important. Important is it for interior designers to really know about the undertones and you know how important it is when putting together a cohesive space, much less not trendy, right? Um, as far as saving time, saving money, can you speak to that?
0: I've actually been thinking a lot about lately why I feel like the interior design community hasn't really jumped onto my system. Like, wow. Like once they discover it, why aren't they going good? Give me, give it to me. Like, (laughs) why is it that the celebrity designers out there are still kind of doing their thing? Like they're still just picking their, you know, they got their go-to white. But the thing is, is that, you know, a celebrity designer is really good at styling if they're featured in magazines. Right. And there are so many mistakes that you can save and disguise color mistakes just by being a good stylist. I show a really good room that Nate Berkus did with like, you know, like gold, you know, really earthy tile in a New York entry where the walls are stark white. Well, You know, without the coordinating, you know, um, maple table in the same tones that matches the floor, the art that he's got on the wall that coordinates with it, you would look at that empty room and you would think this looks like primer, this paint color, right? But he has instinctively immediately brought in those warm tones to style up, to make it all work. So then nobody notices that, well, maybe this, you know, paint color could have been a little warmer could have been a little better, could have been a complex cream, which is, you know, one of the palest of the beiges in my system, or it could have been a grayish, right? Like whichever works. So I think people really do believe still the myth that the paint color will change, like that if you can, that you can work as really, really hard to get the right paint color to coordinate with everything in your space, but then the light comes along and then it changes. And now you're like... Well, I tried, but the light now changed the color. Well, you know, yes, of course, the only time light doesn't change the color is if you're in a completely north-facing room where you never get any natural light shining into the room. But if you have a room, any other space, if you actually have a taupe carpet and you paint your walls taupe, if the light comes in and changes that taupe, makes it look more yellow for a couple hours during the day or whatever, right? You're not going to be upset about that because it looks most of the time like it's the right color for the room. And that is what I teach my students. And that is the that is the only way that it's possible for me to do e-design that, you know, we average over $50,000 a month in gross sales in e-design every month. I mean, if I had to ask people, what's your exposure? Like, how can I possibly predict what's going to happen to the color if someone says, okay, Maria, like, you know, my, my living room is south, you know, my master bedroom is east, you know, like, no, <laughs> like it's no. So, I mean, we pick the colors for my clients based on, you know, what's the undertone of the room? Like, how do you pull that room together? So there's so much potential in the world of like right now, you could go on to the pottery barn, for example, if they were using my system. And you should be able to say, okay, I want a green, beige and white duvet cover. And that's what pops up. I mean, you can take my system colors and you can match them up to any and all of these items because they're the same everywhere you go over and over and over again.
2: I love the potential of the utility there, or I guess the, not even potential because it exists for e-designers when you are so hands-off and you really can't go and see the space. It just seems like a no brainer for that. And with e-design becoming so prevalent. Now, especially since uh, COVID and everybody's on digital, everybody's doing Zoom meetings and design meetings on digital, and some designers have just said, screw it. I'm tired of doing, you know, in-person one-on-one stuff. I'm just going to do e-design. That's my business model. We have several wing clients who are shifting into that business model as well. So I love that. That's just, that gives you a metric, a barometer, a a stable like baseline to be able to choose colors from for e-design clients without it being like something crazy when they put it in their house. That's
0: right. And in three weeks, I'm going to be launching a course on how to do it.
2: Awesome. Okay, great. Well, this episode's gonna air in two weeks from the day we're talking, so it seems like perfect timing. You know, it's hard to market your interior design business without a solid marketing strategy. It's key. It's like going into business without a business plan. That's something you definitely don't want to do. And if you're not in a position right now to delegate out your digital marketing, just to a full service done for you kind of situation, then you really, really need to take a look at Wingnut Social's social media marketing strategy. So the strategy is incredibly robust with everything that you will need to know on how to market yourself in the digital realm on any given social media channel in order for your ideal clients to find you and to grow your business. And it's amazing, but don't just take my word for it. Here's Stacy Martin from The Freshmaker.
1: Before using Wingnut Social, I was lost and crying in a dark corner of the internet. I had no idea how to really run my social media in a way that attracted those dream clients I was looking for and really grew my social media following. So, as a longtime listener of the Wingnut Social podcast, naturally I reached out to Darla Powell and her awesome team for our help and help they did it was an amazing experience i received a step-by-step tutorial on how to increase engagement how to increase likes and ultimately how to capture those dream clients and those dream projects i was really looking for and the whole process just exceeded my expectations i could not recommend wingnut social enough They're so fun to work with. They really know what they're doing. And I am so glad I turned to them for help with my social media marketing. Wingnet Social, we love you. Thank you, Stacey Martin. We love you too. If you need help with your
2: strategy for your interior design business, your architect firm, or if you're a to-the-trade manufacturer and you just have no idea what you're doing, then head on over to wingnutsocial.com. Check out the reviews for our strategy. It's incredibly robust and amazing, and we'll take your business from meh to amazing. <laughs> wingnutsocial.com. Okay. So let's talk about your e-design business a bit, because we were talking in the green room that you still are doing some one-on-one stuff, but mostly your business model is educational and e-design. What does set your, your business apart from other e-design businesses?
0: Well, the fact that we're promising that we're going to give you the right color for everything, for your yeah. countertops, for your cabinets, for your floors, okay, for your bathrooms, for your tile. I mean, most e-designers are decorating, right? They're choosing furniture for their clients. And so what we're doing is giving people a plan for their new build, for all the colors, right? And in fact, we did have a get me started package, which was like a decorating package that we had for a while. But then when the pandemic came and then with all the supply chain shortages, that the minute we put together, here's your rug, here's your pillows, like sold out, right? I mean, so we had to pull that package from the site, but to be clear, That package was the most time-consuming all around as well because you had to find, you know, those pillows to go with the rug, to go with, you know, it's a, you know, I had to be super heavily involved in those packages as well because it has to be my look that people are buying, my aesthetic that they're buying. But with our kitchen packages and all of our hard finish, just all those packages that we're doing, you know, I mean, because I'm specifying subway tile, You know, I'm not looking for, you know, we cut and paste that slide. People are always asking what hardwood floor picks, what LVP is the most timeless, right? So I just launched that particular guidebook on my site today, as a matter of fact, because my new build renovation packages are expensive and I don't offer an actual, you know, here you can just buy like a hard finish package. Because what we found when we offered all the little smaller packages was that what people really did need is, They still needed, like most people don't take out the floors in their entire house without redoing their kitchen. I mean, that's most of the time they're not doing that. So they still need to know, like, what's their cabinet color? What's their. So they would send in their, they would say, here's what we're doing. Here's the countertop. Here's this. Here's that. And then I'd be like, well, that's wrong. (laughs) You know, it should be this. It should be that. So we ended up giving away all this free advice or. Just having to go back to people and say, look, like you really do need to buy this and this. And if you want to get the look you want in the end. So that's the reason why now when you go on my page, I'm only selling complete packages because we found that people are just happier when they get all the advice that pulls their room together. Because most people think about renovating the same way that they decorate, right? They need a sofa. So they run out and get a sofa. Then they bring their sofa home that looks totally different on the showroom than it looks in their house, because now it's sitting next to their carpet that they existing carpet, their existing paint color, and now they're like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, it doesn't go now. Now I need a new rug because now it doesn't go with my rug. Like it's just, you know. And so people think about renovating the same way, like oh, like I need a countertop without creating the plan. They need, as you know, being a designer, is that you've got to have the entire plan laid out beforehand before you make one single purchase. That's how you get the most beautiful
2: result. I learned the hard way. Maybe other decorators do it differently, but I always start with the rug because <laughs> that's the hardest thing to bring in. And so I always start with a super yeah. cool rug and, and pull from that. Um, so, does your course, Maria, offer a certification or something that an interior designer can use in their marketing that they're certified X, Y, and Z in this process? How does that work?
0: certification comes when you do my virtual, currently it's virtual still, my specify color with confidence event, which is a two day event. And after you do those two days, you're a true color expert because yes, I'll be selling my e-design course, but you still need the first two days in order to really understand how it works, how to actually use the system effectively and accurately so that you get the right color so that you don't sit there and just go, well, it's the light (laughs) because it's not the light. It's 5% the light, maybe even 1%. Like I can count on one hand how many times the light actually changed the colors so drastically that it that the room literally needed to be repainted it's that you picked the wrong color. If the light changes the color in a way that you hate it, it means you pick the wrong color. the end.
2: Here's a selfish question. White interiors. I know that you were talking about um, Nate Burkus and his white interior. maybe it was the wrong tone, but are white interiors timeless?
0: Hmm, it's kind of a heavily loaded question, yeah, it is. because, you know, I actually have to say that I think that this new look with the the cognac sofa, you know, those two chairs that are with the wooden chair. I don't even know what those chairs are called, but, you know, it's like those chairs that everybody, you know, you can get them for 2 dollars on Wayfair, right? <laughs> you know, But but that look with the black and white rug and like the natural, like the pampas grass and the baskets, and I'd have to say that look, I think, is easier to pull off than Any other look and does have a fresher look to it. Now, everyone's complaining, well, it's the same look over and over again, but everybody does decorate the same way with every trend, right? In the, you know, in the gray trend, everybody had, you know, everyone was doing gray from top to bottom. I mean, you know, and so what's great about the cognac black and white trend is that, you know, cognac is a timeless leather sofa to begin with, you know. So it just now warms up all the gray, if you've, if you've still got a lot of gray from the last 10 years of the gray trend. And and so I think it's an easier look to pull off, but I think there's many shades of white. And so there's stark white, then there's the world of the palest of the grays, which are the grays. and then there's the palest of the beiges, which are the complex creams. So if you put all those together and you choose the one that coordinates with your interior, then that can totally be timeless. <laughs> You know, but after 10 years, at the end of the day, you know, we all want a change. Like, everybody not wants some kind of a refresh, right? So, you know, should you paint all your trim some trendy, dark, dramatic color because you're adding warmth to your stark white house? I mean, now that might not seem so timeless anymore because it's actually very expensive to paint all the millwork, yeah, all the trim, all the doors in your house if you've painted them some, like mid-tone gray or something because you want to add some warmth, right? So these are the places where, you know, if you're on a budget, I probably wouldn't splurge in the beginning to do that because now 10 years later, when you want to change, now you're stuck with this dark trim color, which everyone's stuck with right now from the brown trend. I mean, there's a lot of dark, really dark trim from that era that people have to work with, right?
2: (laughs) My fiance and I, we bought our house last year in October and they painted every room in the house gray. (laughs) So we're waiting, yes. we're waiting to repaint it, but we're not in any particular hurry. Right. Okay, so one thing we were talking about in the green room as well is I noticed you've been really on fire on your Instagram with your marketing with your reels. So we're going to segue a little bit into your marketing and and how you're a powerhouse there. I see them, I catch them all the time you're not all things to all people, right? We were discussing that you use this word. <laughs> you said you can be polarizing. And I see that as a positive thing, right? It's so positive, because you're actually speaking to your target audience, you're speaking to your tribe. Yes. And I think a lot of us designers in the audience are afraid to do that and afraid to repel anybody, but it's actually the ideal way to market to get your, your super fans and your super clients. So yes. tell me a little bit about the how reels has helped you out on Instagram and, and what your strategy is there. And the I have a follow-up?
0: You know, it's interesting because I've been trying to crack the code on Instagram for so long, and I've spent an extraordinary amount, way too much time trying to do it. I spend way too much time on that platform as it is. And the reason why I do, and this might be a lot of other people's reasons as well, is that, you know, people really judge you as a marketer, as a, you know, designer. Like, you know as a business person based on your number of instagram followers like i don't actually understand why but that is just the way it is like i have this huge following on my blog i have 400,000 monthly readers there i got over 100,000 followers on pinterest yeah no one cares no one cares no nope. they all look at your instagram number and then they're either impressed or not impressed based on your number of instagram followers so i've been working really 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 hard so one day I was watching um, an influencer and they were doing this 10 ways to do something, part one, part two. And I thought, oh, I can do that. So my first round was 10 finishes that immediately date your new build. And the first one I talked about flooring, right? And gray flooring and how like it should should never have been invented. How it's, (laughs) you know, my Instagram following went up 100,000 followers
2: in like two and a half weeks. Yeah. And it's because you did, you said things like it should never have been invented. And you're very, very,
0: yeah, specific. That's right. But some people might think, oh, well, I'm going to do that too. I'm going to do like a 10 part series, right? And you totally should because Reels is absolutely, I mean, Instagram's trying to be like TikTok now where it's video kids. Like if you're not giving us video, then we're not going to show your picture to anybody, right? Your pretty well styled photo. Like, no, it's all about video. And so So you should totally do that. But the reason why it worked for me is because my kind of no nonsense, this is how it is, kids, like that is my personality. And then, so it got to be fully expressed by doing these videos where before I was doing the trends and I was you know, trying all kinds of random this and random that. And, you know, really my blog that I've been writing for 14 years, it's almost 2000 posts on there. I mean, it's overwhelming to go there and try to get some advice. You don't know what order anything is in. You don't know if you're doing a new build and you've decided gray floors, I mean, they're totally timeless. They go with everything. It doesn't, it might not occur to you to search my blog for, you know, which is the most timeless flooring, what does Maria say about that? Well, you know, so you might not, you might completely miss that advice, right? So where you're watching my videos and they're like in an order and everybody talks about video and how much faster people trust you from watching a video, right? And so my advice to anyone that's listening would be to start with your stories, right? Stories are 15 seconds, extremely low pressure, right? And you then start to learn how to be comfortable in front of the camera because my personality has always been like this where I'm like, do this, not that. And look, don't put in that 12 by 24 pedestrian tile. No, you're going to hate it. Like, you know, my personality has always been like that. But when I was first on video, I was extremely awkward and, you know, like, because you just, I don't know, you just are in the beginning, right? And the sad thing about video. Is it is impossible to go from not doing video to looking like a rock star on video. Like you actually have to go through all the learning and all the painful little, there's no way to get better at video other than just doing it.
2: 100%.
0: And so the reason why people, you know, resonate with my advice, I mean, so many people have been saying on these videos... I've got this whole new audience before that I'm attracting, which is great because I feel like I've had the same audience for a really, really long time on my blog, you know, but everyone's hanging out on their phone now. Like I fell asleep at Top Gun a few weeks ago because, (laughs) 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 right? Because when you're in a movie, you can't look at your phone at the same time if you're bored sad, but don't we all like, when we're watching TV, we're looking at our phone now, like, that's just how it is. And so, (laughs) so everybody gets their information now from videos. So if you're not on video, like you're going to be behind. And so finally I have all this new audience of people now, you know, sending me comments and they're saying things like, Oh, I was feeling so overwhelmed with my renovation. Or with my new build until I found your videos. And now they feel like there's something they can hang on to. Awesome. They're like, okay, like I can do this instead of everyone else's advice that just, you know, like you hit other people's advice, for example, about, you know, what hardwood flooring should you put in your house? And people like, you know, you hit every single post will say things like, well, if you want something modern you know, then put in some gray flooring. No, no. Because you'll notice that n- there is not a single high-end designer that uses gray flooring. Because that's how you know, like, it never should have been invented. They never jumped onto that print,
2: A hundred percent.
0: So what those reels suddenly had me do was to be myself. And I, because that's always what anyone... That is teaching you how to do video is teaching you to do is just to be yourself. And the quickest way to get there is by doing stories. And that's going to make you feel more comfortable. And then you're going to notice your personality come out on your stories. And then that's good.
2: Stories are like a reels gateway drug, right? So that is something yes. that we do here at yeah. Wingnut Social for our clients is we put together reels with the trending audio. I'm sure you know that absolutely helps. And the reels are kicking ass for metrics for our clients. And so we're super excited about them. I and mean, we've been singing that here for a while to, to do the reels. So I have one last question before we get into the wet up wing net round. And that is what would your advice be to a designer who has a client come to them that says they want a trendy space, they want the gray floors, they want all the trendy stuff, but the designers like, eh.
0: I would have a Pinterest board, I tell my students this all the time. They will say to me, well, Maria, like, what do I say to my client when I tell them subway tile backsplash is what they should have? They get this crestfallen look on their face. Like, really? So what you should do is have a Pinterest board just filled with everything super trendy, you know, and also so that they can see like what the result will be. The more you've been doing design, the bossier you get. Like any designer that's been doing it for 30 years, they're just as bossy as I am. They're like, nope, this is the floor you should have. Well, I mean, it's pretty hard, I would think, if you've got the answer, right? If you're like, here's the floor you should have and here's why. I don't get anyone now that argues with me. So if your client is arguing with you, it's just because you don't have the whys. You need to be able to explain why your advice is the right advice. And that's what I teach in my two day courses because so many, like, you're in this business because you have a gift you have a talent and you have good instincts and you have good taste. So that is what you are selling. That is what you are teaching and imparting upon your clients. But if you can't explain why your suggestion is the right suggestion, you might end up going down some complete tangent on that project. Then you go, oh, I can't put this on my portfolio. Because it's now gone off on some track that wasn't supposed to go on because you didn't know how to explain why your advice was right. So
2: even if you can put it on your portfolio in the moment, you might not want it there in three or four or five years. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, Maria, thank you so much for your input. Now I have to ask you, are you ready for the What Up Wingnut round? Yes,
0: I'm ready. Now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut.
2: What would the hashtag on your tombstone be?
0: If you want to change the world, add color.
2: Long, but love it. You're stuck on a deserted island, but you can have your favorite food forever. What's it going to be?
0: An avocado smash on my mom's sourdough bread. She makes the best avocado
2: spread. That's so good. That sounds amazing. Lots of nutrients there, too, in the avocado. Very good. Uh, Last but not least, please recommend a book that has impacted you either personally or professionally.
0: Okay, I've just started reading this At Your Best by Carrie... Newhoff, he talks about that you should do your most productive work when you are most productive. And so, this actually, this book might have coincided at the same time with these reels because I used to wait to do video. Eh, let me get my emails done. Let me get all the work I have to do done first. Let me, you know, by two o'clock in the afternoon, you know, I've kind of run out of steam, right? And I'm a morning person. So when I'm at my most productive is first thing in the morning. And so now that's when I make sure that if I'm doing, I mean, now that I've cracked the code, I'm actually a lot more inspired as well. I mean, I've got, I'm so busy in my business that doing video, aimless video that didn't get me the results that I wanted or that I couldn't post because it was bad, that really drove me crazy because I don't have time to like fool around, you know, I need to be like getting this done. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so this book was really good for that. Cause it teaches you what to do while you're in your zone, you know, and then, then you can have more time because you've now done the most, the things that you put off the things that you think, Oh, I got to get to that. Or yes, I'm working on that project, but Oh, let me get to it after I've done all the things you normally do. Well, that's not your zone. So yeah.
2: I love it. That's at your best by Carrie Neuhoff. All right. So Maria Killam, please tell the listeners where they can go to find out more about you, more about your products and your course, and we will call it a day.
0: Awesome. Well, you can just go to mariakillam.com, K-I-L-L-A-M. And that is my site. And my most of my social media is also at Maria Killam, like on Instagram and TikTok like that. So
2: awesome. I yeah, love please it. please
0: Go there and come to one of my two-day courses.
2: All right, Maria, thank you so much for joining us. I'm, I'm glad we were finally able to connect. You've been a wonderful guest and you have a great rest of your week. All right, thank you so much. Maria Killen is an interior designer who knows exactly who she is, <laughs> where she stands, and what you should damn be doing for your house. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I've been following her for years. And like I said, I used her color system for when I was doing interior design in Miami. It was incredibly helpful. I highly, highly, highly recommend that you at least get the color boards. If you don't do anything else, it, just shave down time, made way more efficient choices, and uh, save money because you know those mistakes can make when the, when it is the light, right? "Quote unquote," like she said, it's never the light; it's always the undertones and how that hits. So very, very helpful. I highly recommend that. But what really caught my recently for Maria is the marketing she's been doing with the reels on Instagram and the fact that she is. I mean, there's no real other way to put it. She's polarizing. Either love what she's saying or you're going to have an issue with what she's saying. And clearly it's working, right? She's not afraid to just winnow down, talk to her ideal client to say, gray floor should never have been freaking invented because they're the devil or (laughs) what have you. She has really strong opinions and that's important. And yeah, will it pull it off some people? Sure, of course it will. But it's going to attract way more. And those people that she's attracting are digging what she's putting out. They love her for it. You know, she's entertaining. She's very expressive and, and it's, and it's really working for her and people love it. People, people do most of the time want the truth because it serves them. It helps them. And that at the end of the day is what she is doing. She is helping people save thousands of dollars, be happy with their designs over the long run. Good on you, Maria. And uh, again, reels, I, you've heard it here. I mean, we say this ad nauseum, but right now reels are the thing to grow your audience on Instagram. You can't just put up anything. You have to, like our client, grow playrooms with Anne Gilliard, who's just recently on, who's grown from 4,000, to, gosh, she's probably pushing 40,000 followers by now. I, I, you know, close to it because we're putting the reels out. We're optimizing the reels, but she's doing the video, right? She's doing the, the face on it. So that's super important to do for your interior design business right now on Instagram, because like Maria said, you know, she has 400,000 subscribers to her blog. That's I mean, that's crazy good, but it is from an influencer standpoint or a marketing standpoint, it's still Instagram's just hard to beat. Okay. Really hope you enjoyed the show. Please head on over to YouTube and uh, subscribe over there. That is uh, my new baby and I'm loving it. You can see all my little, my fiance likes to call them baby dolls on the set behind me, all my little action figures that I like to collect. Don't judge. I'm being authentic. (laughs) please leave us a review on whatever you listen to the show on we really appreciate it It helps people find us and helps them with their interior design business and we love you for it and until next week remember to get out there get uncomfortable and be great Okay, here's a selfish, selfish ah, (laughs) edit. To find out more about that, to subscribe. I don't talk for a living. Are you ready for the what up wingnut round?
0: Are you, you mean those questions you asked me like earlier?
2: (laughs) Yeah, those.
0: (laughs) Yes, I'm ready.
2: Good boy, Mango.